Chapter 26 It was Friday night and the fine time was packed. When Ray walked in, there were no bar stools available. He spent five minutes circulating through the filled tables, greeting friends and acquaintances. Regis Kahane was in the middle of the room, seated across from an auburn-haired, stunning 30-something. They had eaten dinner in the bar area, and Carol Lombard was clearing the empty plates. The auburn-haired lady was clothed in a rather formal, black, tight dress, with a deep V-neck that accentuated her obvious bounty. She was somewhat overdressed for the surroundings. Kahane introduced Ray to his tempting partner. There was no hint of the conversation that never took place. Both men had learned long ago to mask worry if you've done everything possible to control the problem. As Ray bent his crooked frame and reached towards the beauty, Carol said, Baby, I'll be done in an hour or so. Regis and friend laughed at the not-so-subtle interruption. Randisha noticed a space at the bar opening up. He excused himself and joined Ramon. His scotch was waiting before he climbed the stool. Ramon sensed Grandisha needed chatter. He stayed close and engaged Ray on a number of topics. The recent murders even made their way into the discussions. Ramon frequently sidled back and forth, preparing drinks for everyone. He was professional enough to continue his conversations uninterrupted. Additional spaces opened as the amateurs went home, having drank too much too soon. Within an hour of Ray's arrival, the seats on his right and left were vacant. The slower pace of the professionals allowed Ramon more time to tend to the care of his charge. The empty stools gave them sufficient privacy to speak of more serious matters. The therapy helped. Carol Lombard sat on an empty stool next to Ray. His mood was such that the movie star shtick was repeated. Ramon served her and gave Ray his third Glenlivet. Kahane and his conquest, finished with cocktails and on their way out, walked behind Carol and Ray. The beauty said, Bye, Ray. Ray gulped. Carol elbowed Ray. Ramon laughed out loud. When the third scotch was finished, they left. Both felt frisky. After a decent round of relations, Ray lay on his back, angled against the headboard, naked. Carol, also naked, lay on her side, against and partially on him. Her head and one breast nestled on his chest. A smallish, square, glass ashtray was positioned at the base of Ray's sternum. He was inhaling a Paul Mall deep into his lungs, following the exhaled smoke as it rose. Without lifting her head, Carol said, A penny for your thoughts. Ray's laugh caused a rumble in his stomach and almost tipped the ashtray. What did you say? A penny for your thoughts. Randisha responded, My God, you did say that. I thought I was hearing things. Yeah, baby, I did say that. So tell me. Ray remained quiet for a while. He took one last hit, filled his lungs, then stubbed out the cigarette in the ashtray. 
He placed both hands behind his head. The movement rustled Carol's head and breast, but not enough to cause a protest. When he finally spoke, his voice was sober and dramatic. How can 18-year-old kids kill and maim and murder people they don't even know? What the hell is going on with our society? Carol answered, again without lifting her head. Her breath against Ray's skin raised a tiny patch of goosebumps. Ray, you killed and maimed and murdered people you didn't know when you were 18. That was different. It was a war. Carol continued with her point. I know it was a war, but that doesn't make it different. Sure it does. People were shooting at me, wanted to kill me. I had to defend myself. Carol finally lifted her head and looked directly at him. Who was trying to kill you when you decided you would go over there and kill people you didn't know? Ray rubbed his eyes and bared his soul. No one. I went there with the intention of killing people. I believed it was something I had to do. See, baby? Given a certain frame of mind in the right stimuli, 18-year-olds can go out and kill people they don't know. You're right. If you buy the bullshit, believe in it, anything's possible. Even this. I knew that once. I guess I forgot it. Ray tended to his eyes again, then began stroking Carol's back. He didn't last long. His rough-looking hand dropped away. Then night sounds began rumbling from his peaceful face. Carol quietly rolled out of bed and dressed. She moved the ashtray, tucked the covers over Ray's naked body, and kissed his cheek. Good night, baby. I worry about you. You're listening to Many Combs by Steve Listina.